Hello, welcome to another episode of Seeking Mount Parnassus. I am the poet formerly known as Derek. And I'm Katana. Today we're going to talk about, I don't know exactly what, but at first we're going to read a few different types of things, one being a poem and one being a piece. Uh, feel free. You want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is just some notes from today, January 4th, 2024. How do we know ourselves? Who are we when we are in the midst of massive upheaval, deep transformation, death, and rebirth? Sitting alone on a ranch with two dogs, five horses, and dozens of songbirds, I feel a sense of myself returning after a long journey. The heavy snow that fell this morning is already melting furiously as gray clouds move over the mountains to reveal patches of blue sky. In New Mexico, the sun is persistent, strong, indomitable, glowing, fierce. This kind of sun encourages us to keep going, enlivens us with golden energy, pulls us forward out of the darkness. I have never experienced sun like this before, but I can feel it slowly warming me from the inside out, remaking my consciousness into one with more light, burning out the old. A high fever for three straight days, three weeks after arriving here, did the same. <clears throat> Pushing my entire human organism to the edge of the fire, forcing my essence through a complete meltdown in order to be reshaped. The new shape is still emerging, and at times it is unnerving to not know exactly who, where, or what I am anymore. Wow, that's great. I was telling katana earlier that her writing is excellent <laughs> and that she should write many different types of things and that is an example of her writing so if you feel the same feel free to email us at seekingmountparnassus at gmail.com oh. or go to our website seekingmountparnassus.com on there you could email us through there if you'd like and let us know did you like that amount of reading that alice katana <laughs> just did either way we'd love to hear um and now a poem this poem is entitled kansas i wrote it on 30th november 2023 at 1313 kansas somewhere in kansas you had a fever we barely made it the chinese bought out an entire neighborhood in kansas we had the U-Haul and two dogs. We left our entire lives behind. We did it. We escaped the Midwest. But somewhere in Kansas, you had a fever. Toshi pooped in the basement. The house was decorated by the insane. <laughs> Cows with sunglasses is not art. You couldn't move. You were on the brink. All we could do was sleep. So we did. The gun on the nightstand. I learned my lesson in Kansas before. Somewhere in Kansas, you had a fever. We barely made it. I'm glad Toshi pooped in the basement. Excellent. <laughs> Toshi is our Labrador. Yes, he's a very strange fellow. <laughs> uh, that poem was written while we were on the road from... Wisconsin to New Mexico, we were tired at that time. Hmm. 
and we were suffering in many different types of ways. And Katana was uh, sick. She had a fever. And um, I wrote that after we got back, but um, it was inspired by our time on the road where we left our entire lives and came to New Mexico, um, as we said we were going to. If you've listened to this podcast, I don't know, we may have mentioned the fact that we're seeking Mount Parnassus, and part of that process that we've been seeking is a refuge to be alive as, as humans, and this is our next step in, on, that, on that path. Mm. We are now in New Mexico, in the mountains, and we are discovering what it is to be on the path together mm. in this way. Um, but first, we had to extricate ourselves from the Midwest, which was challenging, mm. difficult, and has caused us not to be able to record a podcast uh, very consistently over the last couple months because we've been through um, many things, uh, lots of difficult illnesses, the transition of moving, and just the life. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever felt it. But life has a way of giving you interesting things to do each day. <laughs> um, lots of those things do not revolve around your own personal things you'd like to do. Mm. Um, so we've been entangled in that for a bit. Mm. But now we're back somewhat mm. and we're ready to speak. Um, but before we do that, I would like to say thank you again once more to Nadine for sending an email again and to Sienna for sending us a poem and a little message. Um, it was greatly appreciated. We both liked it. Um, and to any other listeners out there, thank you. Thank you for listening. You're an excellent person. Um, I'm sure you will achieve great things, even if no one knows. I'll know. And that's good enough. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We made it. We made it to New Mexico. Um, it was difficult. But here we are. Um, I think we should talk a little bit about the process and how, how it is that you can do the things you want to do in your life. It, it's um, not as easy as it seems on TV or in movies. Or Instagram. Or Instagram, where people are just like, oh, I'm going to go do this, you know. Here's the truth. It's hard. Mm. Uh, someone uh, or no one may help you. You might have to do everything alone. You might not have any money to do it. You might have no way or no uh, understanding of how, but that's what happens. And if you keep saying that, you'll never do a damn thing. So we just moved our entire lives from the Midwest. We moved from Wisconsin to New Mexico. And we did it uh, to the max. We did it with 13 days notice. We did it with no outside help of any kind, really, uh, other than the angels, um, unseen beings, mm. um, each other. Uh, we had our, each other. My daughter, she helped. The dogs somewhat helped by being silly every now and again. <laughs> Um, but we, we've did it, we made it, um, but it was extremely difficult mm. and, um, yeah, I don't know. Should we 
go back to the beginning about New Mexico and why? New yeah, Mexico? let's talk about it. Let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, why? Why yeah. the hell did we decide to come to New Mexico? I don't know. You, you probably don't even know who I am. My name is Derek, uh, the poet formerly known as Derek. <laughs> I'm originally from New Mexico. I was born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and when me and Katana first met, there was this link to New Mexico that Katana had prior to meeting me for many years. She had this New Mexico link. Uh, and when I popped in to get a birth chart reading, that's when we discovered the New Mexico um, link. So ever since then, we've been on this journey, this path, this uh, idea to move the hell away from the Midwest mm -hmm. and go to New Mexico because um, it's, um, it doesn't seem like a coincidence what's happened. No, I don't. I d it definitely can't be a coincidence. I had become obsessed with New Mexico for no apparent reason, actually. There, there are, of course, a lot of cool things that I knew about here. Various artists. I love Agnes Martin. She's one of my favorite painters. She came here. Different writers, Cormac McCarthy, a number of important Buddhists that I have read their books or followed their work were here. But I don't remember one particular thing or why I suddenly started thinking about New Mexico, but it became this thing that I just knew I was supposed to move here and I had never been here and didn't know anyone from here. Um, and it went on for a number of years that way. Mm -hmm. I'd always wanted to leave the Midwest. I was born in Minneapolis when I was about seven years old. We moved back to Baltimore, Maryland, where my mom was from. And then back to Minneapolis when I was about 13. I've been there most of my life and never fit in there. Never felt like home. Never liked it. Didn't like the weather, of course, but also just the culture was very foreign to me and, and didn't, didn't work well for me. So I wanted to leave and then New Mexico became the place. And I would tell everyone, all of my friends knew, I would just say, I'm going to move to New Mexico. And people would usually say, oh, it's very beautiful there. Or they would say, yeah, I could see you there. And I was like, all right. You're brown. Yeah, you look, you like turquoise. <laughs> so then when you appeared and requested a birth chart reading, you sent me your birth info. It said place of birth, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'd never met anyone from New Mexico. And I just immediately got this feeling, just short of breath. My heart's pounding. I was like, oh boy, this is somebody. Because that was a sign. So was that a sign just for me to recognize you? I think obviously we're supposed to be here mm -hmm. for the next chapter. But yeah. I've often wondered, was the New Mexico thing just something that was sent to me as intuitive information to be prepared? Like symbolic. Yeah, so that I would know it was you. I mean, I knew it was you for a lot of other reasons, but that was so undeniable. Mm. Why did I have this obsession? You were from New Mexico, and you were already planning to move back here. Yeah, I had already put my house on the market uh, before I met you, and I was already in the process of trying to leave New Mexico, sell my house. Leave I, Wisconsin. To come yeah, to leave, leave Wisconsin yeah. to come to New Mexico. Yeah. My wife, my pr previous wife had died in the last year in 2022, mm -hmm. and I was on the verge of trying to figure out some other way to live, and it involved New Mexico. So I was already on the path of, I had an uh, RV, I was going to just come down to New Mexico somehow, 
Um, and then we met and uh, it became a more of a fixed reality, uh, more of a possibility that this could be something um, that would be a little less Ted Kaczynski-ish. <laughs> because prior to meeting you, I may have turned on to the path of lone nut in the, in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, I could see that possibility. You weren't eating very much and running hundreds of miles a week when I met you. So Yeah, I looked like I just came out of a camp, my mom would say. <laughs> that is what my mom would say, indeed. Yeah, so I think there's that was the primary thing. And then it just became symbolic to us of our future together. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have any idea how we were going to do it. No, I mean, we're not, no. neither one of us is wealthy. We don't have the ability to just buy a ranch and build a house. No, um, no. We also really felt strongly about not doing things the conventional way because we both previously had mortgages and we're all wrapped up in the economic system and slaves to the bank and to the job and didn't want to live that way. No, never again. That, here's the other thing. Uh, the, people often talk about transitions and what should you do in life? You know, mm. What we de decided that we want to do, one of the things that we've decided is that we can no longer live the way that it, you're supposed to. It's just not going to work. It will no longer work for us. That means we can't have a job uh, where you go to a job and then the boss tells you this and they give you money. You got a W-2. Um, you got to file your taxes. You have to... Um, work 40 hours, um, leave your house, go to the fucking job. You take your money after you save it. Then you go um, look for a property, look for a house on the market, get a realtor, buy a house and uh, sell yourself for 30 years to a bank to agree to live at this place. We've decided we're not doing that. That's over. We can't do that. We're just not able to. We, we did try it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 36 years old. Katana is 42. We tried it. We tried the mainstream narrative of get a job, work, mm -hmm. buy a house, get married. Um, we discovered that this path has led us not to happiness. Mm. We, we did not get led to happiness no. by journeying down that path that they say you should do. So we've decided that we're not doing that. Um, which means we left Wisconsin not the way that is allowed. Mm. I sold my house, but I didn't try. Uh, it just happened. Um, I didn't follow any rules. I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't fix my house up. I didn't cl even clean my house. <laughs> I left all of my things in the house. <laughs> I left my couches, the armoire, the kitchen table, my bed, all of the furniture, um, everything in the garage, um, everything in the backyard, the sheds, uh, everything. I mean, it, it was probably thousands and thousands of dollars worth of things. Mm. I just left. Mm -hmm. And the owners that bought my house, now it's their stuff. I left all my Christmas decorations, uh, every decorations for every holiday, left them in the basement, same place they've been. I'm sure it's the same place that are at, at your house right now, whoever's listening. If you go beneath, either it's in the attic or it's in the basement, uh, there's, this, all these, there's probably seven boxes. <laughs> one box is Christmas. One box is Halloween. One box is Easter buckets for the kids. Um, I left all that stuff behind. 
everything. The only thing I took with me was my clothes and some personal effects. Uh, not that much. The point is, we we left our life in Wisconsin behind mm -hmm. fully. We fully left our, our lives. Um, we left um, Katana's house, mm -hmm. left her car, left everything. Mm -hmm. uh, the house is in foreclosure over there. Mm -hmm. Everything is completely... We left. We're not participating in that way, you know? And that might be challenging for most people to mm -hmm. understand or to ever attempt. Mm -hmm. But we're here to say it's possible. Mm -hmm. And we, di we did it. Yeah. We're here. Um, but it's been a very difficult journey and uh, a journey where no one understands. Yeah. And no one, uh, you know, at least no one that we know has been, people have been like, oh, cool. Great. You know, you're downsizing. Yeah. I'm a great. big supporter of the tiny house movement. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of the tiny house uh, nation? Which we went from a 2,700 square foot house, my house, to now we are living in 600 square feet. We don't, we don't own the house. No. We're living here as ranch caretakers. Yeah. We take care of horses. And then because we do that, we live at this little tiny house with two dogs and that's our life. Um, it's quite the change. Yeah. Um, but we did it. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. But it's been with lots of um, challenging things. Our dog is doing different things. <laughs> yeah. She's chewing on bone. Earlier, she was drinking water. You know, I'm sure if you've got a dog out there, you might know how they are. They like to, anytime you try to do something, that's when they they want, to they want to do everything. But then if you're doing nothing, they're just sleeping all fucking day long. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the adventure of being in the 600 square feet with two dogs. Right. When, where do you record a podcast? Where do you put the damn dogs when you're trying to do? <laughs> right. Are you supposed to leave them outside? You, then you take them outside and then they'll just bark the whole time. Yeah, right. That's true. You know, so it's like, I don't know. Just leave them there and they can just stare at us while we <laughs> right. do the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things. I've, as you're talking, I'm thinking of all these different elements of our story. Mm -hmm. Because I forget that you also did the same thing that I did. Mm -hmm. You left your house. I mean, I was involved. I yeah. helped you pack and move your things into my house mm -hmm. in May. Yeah. And you did exactly what I did, really, mm -hmm. in letting go of everything from your previous life and furniture and mementos and... All these things that mm -hmm. we accumulate. So much art, random mm -hmm. art thingies, yeah. uh, pictures, yeah. tubs and tubs of random pictures yeah. and all the things that you collect as a as a adult yeah. with kids and a wife. Yeah. There's like just um, little crock pots, of <laughs> right. uh, different types of dining where yeah. so many things. It's yeah. like, where, how, where the fuck did this shit come <laughs> right, from? Right. Right. And it is, it's interesting because I think the, the transition has been difficult in some ways, mm -hmm. but the, the stuff, the loss of the stuff yeah. has not been. No, no. Like I haven't really had a single moment where I've been like, damn, I, I miss that table or, you know, all the, right. I mean, I've had a couple pangs about the books yeah. There were a lot of books that we just couldn't. So here's what happened. Should we tell the yeah, story? Yeah, just go for it. Okay, so I want to go back to a while ago. So 2022, mm -hmm. 
I got COVID for the first time. I was living alone in that house mm -hmm. in, in the country in the middle of nowhere. Supposedly. Supposedly got COVID. That's, supposedly if, got COVID. Something... I think I got COVID. <laughs> I was told it was COVID, but it was pretty hellish regardless. Yeah. Anyways, during this time period, I was extremely sick and I was out by myself in the middle of nowhere, snowed in, middle of Wisconsin. I was dreaming about New Mexico and I was doing all this research, laying on the couch on my phone, looking at things in New Mexico. And I somehow came across this horse caretaker job posting mm -hmm. and I printed it out and I thought, damn, this is what I should do. I should just apply to this job and leave. I was separated that time from my ex-husband, but not divorced yet. And I didn't know what was going to happen with that. And I could just feel this crushing weight of all the responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I had the mortgage. I was running my own consulting business. I had to make a minimum of $10,000 a month just to pay the overhead okay. on the house and the debt and the cars and everything else that I had accumulated. It was an immense amount of pressure. And I was the only one working. I had all of that on my shoulders and then I was so sick and feeling so isolated in the middle of nowhere. And I was just like, what is the point of this? Mm -hmm. This is, it's stupid. It's meaningless. Yeah. I don't care about any of these things. Mm -hmm. I need to get out of this situation <laughs> that I've got myself into. And that was why the job appeals to me. So I did not apply for the job at that time. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. It would not have been a good thing to do by myself. But it turns out that we are now filling that exact job as a couple mm -hmm. that I had looked at two years ago as a single person and have been reposted. It was, so it was reposted this past November. Mm -hmm. No, it was October. Yeah, it was in October. Gypsy mm -hmm. died. Mm -hmm. Our dog Gypsy died. And then it was the eclipse. Mm-hmm. And right after the eclipse, yeah. we saw the posting for the same job. Mm -hmm. So we applied for it. We got it. I mean, I don't even, you can call it a job. It's not really a job, but it, it's kind of like a job. What do you think? Uh, I mean, there's expectations. Yeah. Uh, and we, we're supposed to do things yeah. in exchange for monetary yeah. things plus housing. So yeah. uh, it's a job yeah. in that sense, yeah. for sure. It's not any kind of conventional job. No. Like you were saying, no. you can't have regular jobs. No, right. I haven't had a regular job since 2011 because I reached my max of working in offices and organizations. Um, so we applied for the job. We had already planned to have a trip down to, to New Mexico to visit family and friends mm -hmm. at the end of October. Yeah. The guy called us two weeks before the trip, which was already booked. Mm -hmm. So we set up a, an interview with him. We came down at the end of October and then basically decided then and there, let's do it. Turn around, went, flew back to Wisconsin and had to be down, back down here to start the job within two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we got home and literally orchestrated this entire thing yeah. in 13 days. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we had been uh, mentally and spiritually yeah. preparing ourselves to leave. We just had no idea how we would be able to. We, we were running out of money. We had no concrete plan of how we could um, we had two horses two dogs and a daughter plus all of our shit uh, and we were just trying lots of different things of how are we going to move to new mexico 
we we contacted a realtor. We we did all these proposals with some random people to mm-hmm. see if we could do their like a land swap or a fucking uh, little a trade mm-hmm. for things. Uh, all all of the things we tried to do were denied. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this came uh, right during the eclipse portal mm-hmm. season. Yeah, suddenly, and mm-hmm. we knew that we had to do it. Mm-hmm. So we did, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I mean that that's where we're we entered into um the time frame you just said mm-hmm. of oh my god we got to go back to Wisconsin and in 13 days we got to come back mm-hmm. and that's it you know mm-hmm. so it's like we had been planning to to leave uh Wisconsin for a while but we hadn't really been able to see how we could. Yeah. And then suddenly we got the opportunity. Yeah. And we had to get into the consciousness. Yeah. Of damn, we're leaving everything behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're never going to Red Wing. No. Again. No. We're we're not going to hike the bluff ever again. We might never see this kind of bald eagle mm. for a while. Mm. You know, we 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 got into the consciousness of. We're leaving, and and we're we're leaving all the way, mm-hmm. and I think we're still barely coming to to terms mm-hmm. with what has actually taken place. Yeah, you know, we're here, and and we're we jumped in. You know, mm-hmm. we we got here on the seventeenth of November. By the twentieth, we were uh, taking care of five horses and uh, living in a new place. Um, now we only have one vehicle. You know, we, we are doing it, but we, we did it in a way that was, um, fast, yeah. lightning fast, <laughs> but it seems that's how it works. Yeah. You know, we didn't know what the hell was going to happen. And then suddenly everything happened mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. and we, we could have chosen not to yeah. do it, Yeah. but we didn't. Yeah. You know, we did all these things from... When we first got together, we immediately were talking about, we're going to go to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live here. You don't want to live here. Right. The only reason either one of us was there was because of our previous marriages. Mm-hmm. Had no personal ties or no reason to stay there. No. So that was already determined. And there was never a question about that. Mm-hmm. And then we did all kinds of different things. We did many fire ceremonies of our own mm-hmm. design. We wrote out intentions and visions and ideas about what we wanted to do. And sometimes we burned them. Sometimes we read them out loud. Sometimes I wrote, I wrote something and put it on the altar about mm-hmm. what we need mm-hmm. in New Mexico. We came down here twice. Mm-hmm. We drove across the country twice. The first time we drove across the country... We had only been officially together for six weeks, mm-hmm. and I called you and said, I got to get out of here. Let's go to New Mexico <laughs> Yeah, in two days, mm-hmm. and you were like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We had like $300 mm-hmm. to our name, but we drove down mm-hmm. and made it happen, and I think that was a good rehearsal, actually, because it was spontaneous acting together mm-hmm. to go on a, on a pilgrimage, on a quest. Um, we came back in June. Then in June, we did the thing you're supposed to do. We looked at properties. We met with a realtor. We blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And end up feeling very discouraged. Quite, yeah. At that time, 
So this is here's another thing. At that time, in, when we came in June, we were like all fucked up. We're like trying to find houses. We're looking on Craigslist. We're we're calling people, uh, asking if we can come take a look at their properties. We have some money, but I mean, not really enough yeah. to do anything. Right. I mean, we have enough money to say we have this amount of money. Yeah. But it wasn't enough to like do anything. You well, because we don't have regular jobs. No. So we couldn't prove that we have ongoing money. Right. No, I was working at an organic farm at a for you know in a way that was like low hours yeah. 24 hours a yeah. week or something yeah you know nothing a bank would give a shit about right um so we're like trying to do all these things um damn i lost what the fuck so we came down look at houses and we were doing all this you said we were all fucked up like, oh yeah we're so we're looking all over the place in new mexico on our vacation trip in june yeah. uh we're like okay we're finding a place to live in new mexico we got money I sold my house. We're, we're going to do it. Um, we didn't do it. All we did was get annoyed. But what happened was we're, we went to see a property. And that property that we saw, we were like, fuck this. We're not going to go here. It was like the middle of nowhere. Uh, the just open mesa with sage on it. No fence. No water, no well, no power. <laughs> like, fuck, we can't do this. I mean, we could have bought it, actually, I think. Yeah. But it would have sucked if we yeah. would have done that. So we gave up. And we're like, okay, fuck this. Let's just go drive from here. We're going to go hiking. Yeah, we're going to go hiking uh, from here. We're just going to abandon this whole plan and go hiking instead. So we drive from that location up through um, to the area where we're going to go hike. On the way to this hike... We drove directly by where we're living at right now, mm-hmm. un- unknowingly. Mm-hmm. We drove through the area and came across this farm that we saw from the road. We're like, what the fuck is that? And we, we saw this farm. It turned out to be uh, an eventing horse jumping barn where it's like uh, one of the main jumping areas in New Mexico. Um, and we happened to just drive by it. So we we're like, we stopped, got out of the car and where that jumping barn is, is like very close. One mile, two miles. Yeah. From where we're living at right now. Yeah. We had no plan, no idea about this area whatsoever. Yeah. All we knew was like, damn, man, this is beautiful. Yeah. We should live here. Yeah. And I remember we had been, it was the end of the trip and I was feeling discouraged because we'd gone to all these different places that mm-hmm. I was like, I can't live here. Yeah. This is the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. I can't even picture it. <laughs> right. And then when we started driving through, it's, you know, we could say that the outskirts of Santa Fe area, mm-hmm. yeah. the mountains here and seeing the landscape, it was the first time that I felt at home mm-hmm. or comfortable. And I remember saying to you, I could live here. Yeah. This feels right. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of horses everywhere. And yeah, we're in like horse paradise here. Yeah. This is like the number one horse area of the Southwest, basically, yeah. where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that part of the story that we drove right by here, had mm-hmm. no clue. Yeah. And then it turns out that's where we are. It's also, we're also like one mile away from some uh, wacko who is in the middle of the desert uh doing this crazy shit with aliens and also next to this like tai chi yeah center you know there's like all these spiritual crazy uh, interesting people similar mm-hmm. to us mm-hmm. uh really close to where we're at right now which we had no idea whatsoever Mm-mm. um when when we came in june Mm-mm. 
Uh, we had that was not even close to what we were thinking we were going to do. Right. It wasn't until October that we uh, discovered this, mm-hmm. you know, like she already said. And then uh, turned out that the location of where we are now is is directly next to all these other places. You know, it, it's funny. And yeah. that's how the universe, that's how energy mm-hmm. works. You know, yeah, you can't force it. It just happens um, if it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, the way it's supposed to happen. And n- the timing is confusing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we spent basically from January of last year mm-hmm. until November mm-hmm. of this uh, oh, of last year, yeah. just pulling our hair out, <laughs> trying to figure out what we should do yeah but not wanting to participate in the way that you should normally do it yeah we just we couldn't do it anymore yeah and so we gave up Mm -hmm. we just gave up we gave up trying so what we did instead was just only things we liked Mm -hmm. we just hung out with each other read wrote poems wrote pieces we started a podcast started a podcast um we went all over twin cities yeah Eating at all kinds of restaurants, <laughs> um, skateboarding, uh, skateboarding everywhere. We went to every skate park in in the Twin Cities. Um, we would go to a skate park, go to a cafe, and that's our day. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that that is what got us mm-hmm. to here. Mm-hmm. We we didn't get to here by a realtor or by money or by getting a job per se. Yeah, I mean we got here by letting go. Mm. Hmm. And it's interesting because we're here and we have a good we have a good situation right now, but we're also aware that this is not a long term thing. And we have all these dreams of things we would like to do and things we want to build and how we want to do things. Mm -hmm. And we don't know the next step. So, no, we got to New Mexico, which was this huge goal or Mm -hmm. dream or whatever it was a quest and i think i had initially thought well when we get there it's done like Mm -hmm. we're gonna reach the end of the rainbow and there's a pot of gold and we made it and that's it Mm -hmm. but of course that's not life that would be boring Mm -hmm. what would we do then we're just gonna stay here forever in the same place and not it's just not us no so now that we're here we can already feel the movement mm-hmm. that it's not a permanent situation, but that it's once again, we have been placed somewhere to discover mm-hmm. what is next. Mm. But then the only way we know and the way that works to do that is by letting go mm-hmm. and doing what we love. Yeah. So then the 13 days back to the storyline, mm-hmm. we packed I mean, it's a big undertaking to pack a whole house. Mm-hmm. We hired movers. Oh, yeah. Cross-country movers. We did vet the company, and we checked out a number of different things. This was a big-name company. Mm-hmm. What the hell was their name? We should just tell. Oh, damn. It's like American Moving Line or something. American? Uh, was it American? No, Van. American Van Line. Yeah. I think. We scheduled a move. We pay $1,700 deposit. They send us this contract. Our thought was we'll have them move all the furniture into a storage facility so that if we leave the 600 square foot casita, mm-hmm. which we will at some point, we'll have furniture. Right. They were supposed to come two days before we left, mm-hmm. like on a Sunday. Yeah. They called us Friday night mm-hmm. and said, 
sorry, we can't come. We don't have any movers. Your move is canceled. <laughs> yeah, they just they just said straight up, your your move it's canceled. Like, oh my god. I mean, we just both started laughing. Yeah. Like, what do you mean it's canceled? <laughs> like, it's canceled. No one's coming. Like, fuck. Okay. Like, well, we can refund your money. You got to follow these steps. Yeah. And then we discovered that we couldn't take our stuff. Yeah. I mean, our choice was either to postpone leaving, mm -hmm. tell the ranch owner here that we were going to be late, two mm -hmm. weeks late, try to find another mover. Yep. We could have done that. Probably most people would have done that. Mm -hmm. But because we've established this way of living in communication with the universe, mm -hmm. we immediately felt that it was a message. Yeah. And I had already been feeling ambivalent about the money. It was $3,500 right. to move this stuff. And I just kept thinking, is this worth it? Is it, if you added up everything we're moving, is it even financially make sense <laughs> right. to do this? And then it just felt like we were corrected, mm -hmm. course corrected. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting is that we have many past lives where we were nomads, gypsies, on pioneers. Some pioneers, on some kinds of quests where we were often fleeing. Also, we've been lovers, like forbidden lovers before, mm -hmm. where we had to flee situations. So there was all this karma around the move of repeating something mm -hmm. for a different outcome. Yeah, like we had to make it to New yeah. Mexico without getting yeah. killed right? Or, or ambushed yeah. or God knows what. Right. And so there was a feeling of pressure to go. Mm -hmm. I had this feeling like we have to go now. Mm -hmm. We could have tried to postpone for two weeks I don't know. Rationally, it doesn't really make sense, but I could just feel this feeling of if we don't go now, somehow it's not going to work or yeah, I we, don't know. We were also starting to become aware of like uh, like we were cursed mm. like, at the moment when, when we got back to mm. Wisconsin, um, right. we were like started feeling bad. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. like the sun was starting to go away. Yeah. It was starting to become uh, winter in mm -hmm. in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, and we were like, "Fuck!" Uh, days were starting to become difficult, mm -hmm. um, and we were like, "We just got. We have to get out. Yeah. We got to get out of here yeah. before it's too late." Yeah, and we felt that if we would have stayed um, and just postponed, you know, mm -hmm. got new movers, that we may have not been able to make it. Yeah. We might have got sucked back in yeah. to the matrix yeah. uh, and recycled out right. in the form of the system's way that they want you to be, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But, but we felt we couldn't do it. We had to get the yeah. fuck out of there immediately right. without trying to analyze what was going on. We were just like, okay, movers are canceled. Guess we're getting a U-Haul mm -hmm. and we're just going to pack all our shit in the U-Haul, and that'll be that. Whatever doesn't fit is not coming with us. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. It is literally what we did. We got the biggest size U-Haul trailer that the truck could pull and that they even had. Is there a bigger one? It was, I think it was the biggest no, one. No, that's the biggest one. The, the only other sizes are drivable ones. Oh, right. And we packed it to the brim mm -hmm. ourselves. Yep. Packed the entire house, loaded the U-Haul by ourselves. And the dogs went in the back of the truck, mm -hmm. kennels, and that was it. That yeah. was what we took. And 
I think it's just interesting because there's so many different levels and thankfully we have chosen to live in a magical world where a lot of things are part of our reality that may not be part of it for everyone else. Yeah. But the soul level, S-O-U-L, soul mm-hmm. level of what's going on is always a part of our considerations and our experience. Mm-hmm. And we both have the ability to feel and remember past life experiences and to also perceive energy and spirits and other kinds of presences. Mm-hmm. And so the piece about being cursed was from a past life. Yeah, from a past life. That there was some sort of involvement of witches. Witches, getting trapped by a coven. Yeah. Getting uh, possibly forced into some sort of um, sexual slavery. Oh, right. Possibly. Yeah. And then being hung. Being hung. In Red Wing. In Red Wing. Yeah. Yeah. So there was this feeling there (laughs) that it was closing in. And then I started getting all kinds of weird sicknesses yeah. out of nowhere. One day I almost blacked out mm-hmm. for no real understandable reason. No. It, it was bizarre. And mm-hmm. then I got sick. Mm-hmm. Basically, the day we were packing the whole thing, I started feeling sick. Yeah, we packed one day, like a full day. You, we pushed it too far. Yeah. And then the next day you were like not feeling good, yeah. basically. Yeah. And we had to continue yeah. packing the rest <laughs> right. and leaving yeah. that morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then we drove, drove across country, took us three days mm-hmm. with the U-Haul and the two dogs. And I was sick. And then that poem got, I had a fever mm-hmm. on the road. Yep. I was sick the whole way. I got here sick. I was sick for like the first two or three weeks that we were here. Mm-hmm. Then had a brief reprieve where i started to feel better Mm -hmm. then our daughter came with some sort of virus which may have been can we say covid are we going to be you can say it as long as we don't put it in the title oh okay so maybe it was covid Mm -hmm. we got extremely sick Mm -hmm. both of us which was very strange because you never get i never get sick and i even got this thing and i mean another batch of god knows what and it pretty much debilitated debilitated us yeah for two weeks um barely that's, made it so i'm still coughing a little bit yeah i'm still coughing a, a little bit too as well i mean we we i don't know what has happened <laughs> but we we've been through the business um and <laughs> we came out the other side <laughs> and we're here live but yeah. it's been you know I, I think the point the whole point of what we're saying is um in life you get so many options actually mm. you have so many chances so many opportunities and most of the time we we just give up on ourselves i mean i had many opportunities in in my own life prior to meeting katana to change my way of life and and to start doing what i wanted i just chose not to i got so many opportunities um i just decided that i wasn't I didn't matter and that what I wanted to do just didn't matter. Um, And I chose the opposite of what I wanted Mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. And what has happened now is that we've been um, propelled uh, into this relationship with each other. And because of our past experiences in relationships and the things that we've experienced in our life, in our lives, 
uh, it's shown us that when we get an opportunity, we take that opportunity. Mm. We, when, when things come our way, we say yes at, uh, at this point. Yeah. We, don't, we don't wonder and we don't say, well, in five years I'll do this. Right. Or maybe if I can save. And do... There is nothing like that in our way of life mm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's because of what's happened to us. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that's happened to you. I was 30 years old before. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I was 16. I was 21. I had all these opportunities to do all types of things. I chose not to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I also took some crazy ass risks mm-hmm. to, to get me to different types of places throughout mm-hmm. life. Um, but it all led to this point that we're at now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's what has caused us to understand what it is to be a human, our part of it, mm-hmm. uh, that I think other sentient beings don't have to mm-hmm. think about. You know, They just live in, in harmony with the earth and mm-hmm. energy. But humans have this thing with, that's called their brain, mm-hmm. uh, the mind, um, the ego, mm-hmm. that tells you, all these things that are just aren't true, that are, don't matter actually, that you should just not listen to whatsoever. You you know what's right. Everyone knows what's right for them. That you can feel it. You might not think that it's okay to feel that way, or you might feel um, that you're wrong. But it's not. You're not wrong. You're right. Your soul knows what's up. Mm-hmm. It, it's you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Why do you like the color you like? You just do. That's how it works. Um, and we have our thank, thankfully, with utter gratitude, been given the opportunity to see that we can be free, mm. and we have chosen that path. Mm. Um, but it's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's extremely difficult, and, and it's a daily um, practice mm-hmm. to stay in the in the frequency of gratitude and and appreciation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, it's coming for you, the opposite of those things. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, is the opposite of gratitude and, and love. And, um, you know, I would say, pick gratitude if you can. Hmm. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I wanted to say that the horses came as well. Oh, yeah. Jeez. God. Because I keep saying the dogs and then, but so we uh, did a bunch of research and had to find a company that ships horses and arrange that and get their health certificates in order and all of these things Mm -hmm. and the timing. And it ended up working out that they were picked up on my birthday, Mm -hmm. November 27th and driven down Mm -hmm. here and they made it safely mm-hmm. thank god and just a few scrapes on them and they were pretty sound mental health as well mm-hmm. and now they're here they're right outside the window yeah which is a beautiful thing and then we had to integrate them with the three geldings that were already here and that was an interesting challenge because the three horses that were here have been isolated and they're not socialized and not very well trained mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was something of an adventure i think The thing that comes with the freedom and the saying yes Mm -hmm. is that you have to understand that it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, like you said, right? or that it's going to be, I don't know, painless or some sort of 
perfect thing. And if it's not that, that you did the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Because there were moments, I never felt any kind of regret about leaving the Midwest or yeah. leaving our stuff or uh, any of the big things. But there were definitely moments where we've been squeezed so tightly mm -hmm. over the last few weeks with illness. And then, and then in the meantime, while all this is happening, we're working six days a week. Oh, right. Yeah. There's no time of thinking like, oh, did we do this? Yeah. It's like we got to wake up at seven o'clock. We got to be outside yeah. and take care of the horses. Yeah. And then again at 3.30, we got to take care of the horses. Yeah. There's no uh, contemplation. Yeah. You know, it's just a hard reality of, yeah. of life. You know? Even when you're sick. Even when you're sick. So... I mean, thankfully, we are only, we're not working full time mm -hmm. and we do have freedom during the day, but it's been demanding. So then questioning, did we do the right thing? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't feel magical. It doesn't feel perfect. It mm -hmm. doesn't feel like, oh, everything's great. We just got to New Mexico and now mm -hmm. we're in perfect dream world. It's not like that. There was no parade when we got here. <laughs> no one cheered. There was a rainbow. There was a, a rainbow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I do miss the eagles. Mm -hmm. There are bald eagles somewhere in New Mexico sometimes, but I had made quite a strong connection with the bald eagles mm -hmm. in the Midwest. And then when you and I connected, they started coming out for the two of us. We've had so many amazing close <laughs> encounters yeah. with eagles. It was getting to be kind of ridiculous that they would just land yeah, just... in front of us sit there, not move. <laughs> I mean, many times. Mm -hmm. We got to see them up close so many different times. And now I do have the bald eagle tattoo yeah. from my friend Jairs, but I don't get to see them. So we have to find new birds and connections and understandings of the environment and mm -hmm. how it's communicating. And we have the mountains out the window, which is right. amazing mm -hmm. and supportive. But Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what you think it's going to be. Yeah. It, it's like we thought, I think everyone possibly thinks in their mind, if I could just do this, I, mm. then I'm going to be like, it's just going to be great. Yeah. You know, S like smooth sailing after that. Yeah. If we just get to New Mexico, everything will be great. Yeah. If we just do this, everything will be great. Yeah. It turns out, even if you do what you want and you're choosing to do it and you're, you're even doing it with, with love, you find that, that you're still human and you're still having to deal with other people mm. and that you're still on earth. You're still in this consciousness. Yeah. Uh, not, maybe not your own consciousness, but the consciousness of the place and the, the other people and the beings that are there mm -hmm. that it might not be just bliss right you know it's gonna be difficult yeah and and um that's okay yeah that's part of it and if it's not difficult um then maybe it's not worth yeah worth it yeah i mean i've done a lot of things that weren't that hard and also i don't even know can't right. think of them now right <laughs> right yeah and just i think this this concept of if this, then that, if, if I get this, then I'll be happy mm -hmm. is something we all do. And everybody gets caught up in those things in their mind. Mm -hmm. I don't, it, it doesn't work that way because there's no one answer. It, it does come down to 
just your own consciousness and your own ability to persevere mm-hmm. in finding meaning and, and purpose and, and continuing to be alive. But that also doesn't mean you shouldn't do those things. You also do need to do those things. You yeah. need to follow the, the thing that feels like, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. You do have to do it. Yeah. And you also have to know that it's okay if you do that and it's not the, the end all be all. It's not, I mean, that's then we're enlightened. We're ascended. What are we doing on earth? Why are we even here? Right. right. There's got to be more. Mm-hmm. that we need to learn and we need to do. We needed to be in New Mexico to start the next chapter. Now we're here. Right. But the path continues. Mm-hmm. It's not the end end of the path. No, we're young. Yeah, right. We've got a lot of life left yeah. and a lot of things to see and and ways to be that we don't know yet, yeah. but we're going to find out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just not uh, what you think. Yeah. And And it's not... It's also, um, you know, I, I think that's the other thing that, that is difficult for people um, is that, well, maybe I would like to do this or that, but I just can't do that. Yeah. You, yeah. You guys. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Or, <laughs> but I just can't be like that. Yeah. You can do that. I'm, I'm happy yeah. that you guys did that. Yeah. But I could never do something like that. Yeah. That's okay if that's what you think, mm-hmm. but that's not true. You could. Mm-hmm. Anyone, if, uh, under any circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, you could run 100 miles. You could hold your breath for seven minutes. You could um, carry unbelievable things, and, and you could be, be the most victorious uh, hero who ever lived, um, but not by giving up, mm. you know. Uh, if, just give yourself a chance uh, and to see what you're made of. You know, I, I think that's something that's been lost in this, in this, in this current way that, that people are alive. Yeah. They've, they've given up the chance to, to see what they're made of, you yeah. know. And you'll, what you'll find is if, if you test yourself mm-hmm. is that you're made of a lot. Mm-hmm. You can survive a fever. You can survive freezing temperatures. You can go in the rain. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You can be cold. You can be hot for a long time. You can go without eating. You don't have to eat all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do all these things they say. You could live off the sun and fucking air for weeks if you had to. Um, but maybe if you give yourself a chance to, to see, and you, could, you could do anything you want to do. And that's just, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's been lacking since I've been alive. I've had a lot of people and a lot of institutions and authorities and the powers that be say that I could only do certain things. I could do these things. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. I could do anything. I could go. There's a mountain not far from here. I could go build myself a glider out of some shit I find and jump off the thing and survive. I feel like it probably could. You probably could. You know, it, it, it's all about what you were wa- willing what are you willing to do? What are you willing to, to, to risk? What are you willing to, to feel? You might feel something. Mm. That's, a, that's something that, that isn't really approved. You might feel good. 
I mean, some of the scariest things that have ever been done, yeah, it might feel excellent. You know, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <coughs> Spoken like a true Aries sun. With Jupiter conjunct the sun in Aries. It helps if you have Jupiter conjunct the sun. <laughs> in Aries. In Aries. Then you can do anything he just said. <laughs> the rest of us, we have our own strengths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. And I particularly feel the part about what you said of uh, what are you willing to feel? Mm -hmm. And there's all these physical things, mm -hmm. very Aries things. Yeah. Survival things. Mm -hmm. But we also have to survive emotionally, psychically, spiritually. And it can be just as difficult. And you can reach all these points of despair and mm -hmm. negativity. And we really felt like the virus had some uh, extreme dark energy mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. And I know other people, your sister, other people who have had it have said they felt the same. Mm -hmm. Even the acupuncturist we saw, yeah. I think, confirmed that. So if you've gotten COVID recently or something like it and you're feeling like everything's gone dark, just know that that might not be you. It might be a part of the, the virus mm -hmm. and it's hard to get through. Yeah, it is difficult. Even in our state, yeah. even with the, the help of each other, yeah. we've had difficulties yeah. trying to stay positive yeah. and not get sucked into maybe I should shoot myself today. Right. You know? Yeah, it's pretty rough especially if you both get it, which it's pretty impossible to not. Mm -hmm. So hang in there, anyone who's feeling sick, and remember that it's temporary and it will start to clear out. And I think also if you make it through, there's something that strengthened because of that. It's what you just said. Mm -hmm. It is approving of yourself on all levels. Mm -hmm. And it's scary, but it also confirms that you can make it mm -hmm. when you get out to the other side yeah you can make it you, you can make it and you are going to make it that i think that's the thing that is also difficult to understand um i remember when my wife was dying um and my dog also uh you think that you, the human body or the any being that death is easy or mm. fast mm. no death might take a while um, <laughs> yeah, and that's just how it is. I mean, you might have to die for two years. Uh, you might have to die. You might have to stay there on the ground breathing what appears to be your last breath for like seven fucking days, mm -hmm. just breathing. Like every breath looks like it's going to be your last breath mm -hmm. and you're still alive. That that's the truth. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something that um, I think is is forgotten about mm -hmm. uh, in this human experience, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, it's okay. We we can we can survive, <laughs> even at even during death, even during the death process, mm -hmm. you can still live for a long fucking time. It's an, it's insane. Mm -hmm. You're, the human body can go without food and air, oxygen so many things and still be alive you know what's our excuse you know what do you want to do in life you should do it you're not at the end yet you're not at the death rattle yeah, yet just, you know the fear of the fear of pain mm -hmm. and difficulty and suffering mm -hmm. we got to get over it because that's this realm mm -hmm. there is no avoiding it 
No. And I think what you were saying about not having opportunity to prove yourself mm -hmm. is important. There are no quests anymore. There are no rites of passage. There are no, what was it called? Like some kind of journeying where you go out into the desert for however many days on yeah, a, some sort like of spiritual. Spirit quest. Yeah, or, uh... spirit, yeah, spirit quest. Uh, vision quest vision or something quest. like that. You know, these old traditions that used to exist where it was it was part of the the path mm -hmm. that, that you're just going to have to go through things that are incredibly difficult and you might not make it. There was no, now it's like the popular spirituality is how to make everything good and happy all the time and just manifest money and manifest health and mm -hmm. you should have everything should be Instagram worthy photos and if it's not going that way you're doing it wrong mm -hmm. it's a real setup yeah that, that's not samsara that's not where we're living no we are in a realm of suffering and it's a dark age mm -hmm. so this is such a great mars went into capricorn today by the way <laughs> i keep thinking about like oh yeah it's the great mars and capricorn survival and right. bravery and risk taking and Capricorn being willing, it's the sun is in Capricorn as well. Mm -hmm. The being willing to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. That's Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Just will not stop mm -hmm. until you get there. Climb the mountain, perseverance, survival. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Mars and Capricorn now, there's this added component of bravery. But it is inspiring to think that way, I think. Then when you encounter difficulties, if you can only remember that, you don't feel so discouraged, like, what's happening? Am I being punished? Everything's going wrong, mm -hmm. et cetera. Yeah, I, I mean, how, how, how are you alive at this moment anyway, whoever it is, whoever you are out there? What, what does it even mean to be alive anymore? Is it really, uh, are you just a number? Are you just your job? Are you just your fashion and your place you live at? Uh, what uh, what is it? What what do you what have you got to offer? How can you help? When I'm dying or when I'm suffering and I'm alone and I'm uh, and I'm on a path and I see another human, I would lo love to meet one who can help me not just look at me. I would love someone to, to have something to offer me. Mm. Maybe some bread. Maybe they could pick me the fuck up, carry me. You know, uh, I think that we've got a lot. We've got so much actually in, in ourselves that we haven't tapped. We haven't even attempted to tap mm. the amount that we've got. Mm. And it's a lot. And I think that you should tap it. You should go inside and find what's in there. You'll be surprised and you'll be excited and proud to see what you find in there because what is in there is a champion. I mean, you're a champion. We're all champions and the things that we can do are limitless, especially by the system's standards. Mm. The things that we can really do are truly limitless. Mm. We just forgot. I mean, you can read people's minds. You can lift things without touching them. You can, you can think anything and it can be real. Uh, that's just the fact. 
And the, the, the reason we can't do it is our own. And we can. We can do anything we, we want. And it's, it's in there. It's just waiting. And I, I challenge you to find it and use it and show what it is you've got. I would like to see. I, uh, everyone that knows you would love to see what it is that you've got in there. Um, because it's not worth it to hide it. It's not, it doesn't feel good. It feels better to just express it, whatever it is, and it will be rewarded and appreciated. Um, so do it. Let's see it. So, uh, so, uh,